This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is... Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of What is the Arsenal News Show? Joining you every morning at 8 a.m. UK time. I'm feeling a little bit more tired this morning. I feel like this is one of the, the shows where I'm going to be like, oh, oh, it was a struggle getting up. You can probably tell by my eyes. No, I've not been out. It was just a, a late night um, and uh, I'm certainly feeling it. This morning, uh, but good morning to everyone joining us in the chat box. Thank you so much uh, for doing so. It is very much appreciated. I hope you've had a good start to uh, your weekend plans because it's Friday. You've made it to the end of the week. It is in my mind the start of the weekend. And uh, I hope you've got some good stuff to happen for you over the weekend. But good morning to you joining us live in the chat box. Good morning to Matt G, to Black Shine, to Brad, to Paul, to Glenn. Uh, good morning to Marcus and Damien and Sabre and Steve Eager, Lally, Rich, Jimbo, Red Star. Uh, we've got Martin, Arsenal, Adventure, Sandman, Rancid, George, Rowan, uh, Mark, plenty more of you guys as well. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. It is very much appreciated. Uh, if you could drop a like, subscribe, all of that lovely stuff, it would really be uh, a wonderful thing to do. Um, without further ado, let's crack on with today's story, shall we? First of all, um, let me tell you that last night uh, we had a evening episode that you can catch up on if you've missed it. I was joined by Guy Clark to talk about... Arsenal season so far. Audio producer for the Athletic and EFL commentator Guy Clark was fantastic, as he always is. Uh, he was a big part of our success on the Arsenal way and has moved on to other things now, but still keeps in contact and uh, is a great guy to have a chat about uh, Arsenal-related stuff. So uh, do go check out our kind of season reviews so far, if you like. That was uh, on yesterday's show. Um, and that was, yeah, the last last upload on the channel. Um Colorado Rapids have been given permission to speak to Jack Wilshere, uh, who is Arsenal's current under-18s coach, to speak about their own head coach role. This would be a first senior coaching position for Wilshere. Whether or not he takes the job is still up in the air. David Ornstein initially reported this. It's under consideration and Arsenal are you know, willing to allow this to happen. It would be weird if they didn't, considering that you know, the Colorado Rapids are owned by Stan Kroenke, who, of course, also owns Arsenal. So, um, 
we'll have to wait and see if this turns out to be the right choice for Jack. It'll be ultimately up to him. You know, is it the right um, move for him to make at this point in his career? Does he want to continue getting some more experience in the under-18s? Does he want to wait until a senior position in England uh, appears or in Europe? Is MLS the right move? The Rapids are not particularly in a great place. It's probably worth saying in MLS football right now. They used to be a side that were very successful in the MLS, but recently have not been doing so well. And certainly there's quite a lot of um, animosity regarding the ownership with their supporters. So uh, it would be a little bit of a challenge, well, more than a little bit, it would be a significant challenge uh, for Wilshire to, to take on the role. So let's see what he chooses, whatever he chooses. We're going to wish him the absolute best of luck and then we'll wait and see what happens in regarding Arsenal's under-18s. Who knows? Could Cesc Fabregas return? He was doing some of his coaching badges, of course, with Arsenal. Will he return to the club in some kind of coaching capacity? We'll have to wait and see, I guess. But uh, certainly Jack Wilshere and uh, the work he's done getting the under-18s to a Youth Cup final last season um, was very well appreciated. So let's let's wait and see. Odegaard's played uh, amongst some of Arsenal's international representatives. He played for Norway in a 4-0 win over Cyprus. Didn't get on the score sheet, but Erling Haaland getting a couple of goals in this game. You can see Noosa as well in this picture on the screen as he, again, got some more minutes from the bench, I believe, this time. Um, but there's a viral clip going around of Odegaard doing a, a lovely piece of skill um, beyond some uh, Cyprus defenders. Very, very good player, as we all know and love uh, Martin Odegaard. But it's good to see him. And I think because um, Scotland lost to uh, Spain 2-0, in quite controversial circumstances, as Scott McTominay uh, free kick being ruled out for offside in quite a mad moment. It was very frustrating for the Man United midfielder, which is always good for any Arsenal fan to see McTominay frustrated, other than our Scottish listeners, of course. But uh, it means that if... Nor if Spain avoid defeat against Norway, Scotland will should still go and qualify. But should Norway get a strong result against Spain, it could suddenly be very uh, nervy uh, for the Scots, let's say. And uh, Lodegaard could still be at a European Championship next year. Arte has been drawn against El Neni in the African Cup of Nations Group B. Egypt, Ghana, Cape Verde and Mozambique are all the teams in Group B, meaning that in some ways this could be a positive. It could open up the opportunity that there's more of a likelihood that one of the two players will return to Arsenal uh, in that January period much sooner. But both nations could also qualify from that group. Um, so we'll have to wait and see how that goes down. Of course, the African Cup of Nations will uh, take away a number of players from plenty of Premier League sides. The Asian Games are also taking place. Uh, Asian Cup is also taking place as well. So uh, Tommy Asu will be involved in that. But I think Arsenal are certainly better prepared than they ever have been before. They've got the strength in depth and uh, hopefully it will not be too much of a problem for uh, Arsenal. Um, I absolutely sympathise, I think, with a lot of our African listeners when they you know, there's a lot of kind of said about the African Cup of Nations from managerial points of views and the frustration about losing players. And I absolutely empathise with the frustration um, that our African listeners, I'm sure, feel when people talk so disparagingly about the tournament um, because it's a very, very important uh, competition for the continent. So uh, we wish Partey and only the best of luck and hope that they can succeed and return to Arsenal in 
Um, unscathed is, is got to be the hope on both sides. Uh, Gabriel Magalhaes scored uh, for Brazil in their 1-1 draw with Venezuela. Uh, a very interesting result, of course, for Brazil, who you would imagine will not be too happy uh, with that. Uh, but uh, they should still have no issue in their World Cup qualifiers. They played three games, 1-2, drawn one. Venezuela have won one, drawn one, lost one. Argentina currently top of that qualifying group that includes 10 nations. Uh, Emi Martinez keeping yet another clean sheet. Still hasn't conceded a goal for Argentina since that World Cup final uh, where Kylian Mbappe got a hat-trick and still managed to lose. So uh, Brazil, uh, they're getting a goal from Gabriel, who looks now a starting option for that side, uh, along with Marquinhos. So ahead of the World Cup, ahead of uh, Copa America, I think also uh, you can expect to see plenty of Gabriel getting representation for his country, which certainly has come off the back of some brilliant form for Arsenal. So congratulations to Gabby uh, on getting his uh, Brazil goal. And lastly, our headline story of the day is, according to John Cross of the Mirror, Arsenal apparently need to balance the books ahead of January investment. There is keenness to reinforce the squad during that January window. However, there looks to be necessity to sell players before a significant investment in the squad can be made. Now, who that might be, whether it's uh, an Emil Smith-Rowe, an Eddie Nketiah, a Reese Nelson, um, you know, there's players that have been linked with, with moves away from Arsenal. Um, John Cross even mentioned the potential for loan deals in that January window as well to help with some reinforcement. Um so yeah, let's let's wait and see what happens. Um, but it's obviously not the greatest thing to hear. Uh, Philip says, "Where is the Champions League money? Not in the coffers yet, mate. Because you don't get the Champions League money, your prize money, until uh, you've played in the Champions League. Because we, you will get that. You'll get that depending on how you progress through the competition. You get it for you know progressing through the group stage. You get it for the amount of wins you got in the group stage. You get it for um, getting through the knockout rounds and things like that. But People say, surely we can just afford to spend and spend and spend. But the reality is no, because of financial fair play, Arsenal have spent a lot more than they have brought in. Um, and because of that, you know, there is financial implications. Think about why Arsenal decided to go for a loan deal for David Raya with an option to buy instead of a permanent deal for the player. It was because we had to comply with uh, FFP rulings and to give ourselves some some movement if we had to make some emergency moves as well. So um, it's not the same, sadly. It's not just reliant upon prize money in the Champions League and things like that. We've been continually making losses on our sales and recruitment strategy because we've needed to improve the squad and we need to make money back. Yes, we've been able to do some good things with the likes of Fuller and Balogun making us a significant amount of money. Granit Xhaka brought us in a significant amount of money as well. But that cannot end. Um, ben says, how can Chelsea buy all these players? I recommend doing some research into amortization and some of the clever things that they have done. They have also sold a significant amount of players. Um, they're actually on the books in a weird profit. You know, it's not as simple as add up how much a team has spent in one window, add up how much they've sold in one window. And if they've made a bigger loss than what they've sold, Surely they'll be under financial pressures. No, it doesn't work that way because Arsenal haven't been able to sell a significant number of players like Chelsea have been able to sell 
over 200 odd million pounds worth of players. Chelsea have had the freedom to be able to spend. And they've still, I think, got something like an accounting profit regarding investment and sales. But because we've not been able to sell well enough, it means that we haven't sadly got the same amount of freedom uh, as Chelsea do. Now, for Chelsea, it will become a problem for them further down the line if they don't start to you know, get into the Champions League. If they, Because they're not going to have sellable assets forever. It's just not going to happen because they keep investing and they've got a hope that they keep selling well. But they've had a lot of... Um, They've had a lot of, uh, what's the word, surplus uh, to be able to move on. And Arsenal haven't that has been worth enough money. Yeah, We've had surplus, but sadly, the players that are surplus to us have just not been able to garner anywhere near the amount of money that we would want them to. So let's wait and see. Uh, we'll probably tackle some more questions on this in part two, uh, which we're going to move to right now. So stick your questions in the chat and we'll go through as many of them as we can over the next 10 minutes or so. Slightly shorter show today because I'm off on holiday for a few days. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, uh, let's jump into the chat box then for our Q&A section. First things first, though, a massive thank you to The Process for becoming a brand new member of the channel. Thank you ever so much for helping support uh, us and welcome to the TGT family. Um, let's go to Pika Who says, Tom, what are your thoughts on the Jack Wilshere rumours uh, and going to the MLS? What's your opinions and do you think there is any truth in this? Without a doubt, there's truth. David Ornstein is exceptionally well connected, has reported this and has also been backed up by a number of other sources as well. Um, do I think he should do the, do I think he should move? It's it's ultimately down to him. You know, I, I think there is benefits to both opportunities. Are you staying at Arsenal for a bit longer? You know, learning more, experiencing more, improving more. Um, but there's also the benefit of taking the plunge and going to America and getting some senior head coaching experience. But what I would say is that the job for the likes of Thierry Henry didn't necessarily do him the best. You know, it didn't do going to Montreal, I think it was, didn't do Thierry Henry the best um, kind of stuff in the world, really. Um, but for Patrick Vieira going to New York City, did do him some really good stuff. So there's positives and negative examples um, of what, but ultimately it's down to him. Uh, I don't know what the right pathway is ultimately. I, I really wouldn't be able to give him any admission on that. Um, Rob says, how many games unbeaten will it take before we start talking about another invincible season? Probably 37, Rob, to be honest. Uh, 
I'm not going to start talking about invincibility at all. Uh, Jalai says, where are you off to on your holidays? Uh, just going to a little uh, villa in Suffolk uh, for a few days with some friends and family and uh, just to chill, relax, uh, enjoy the countryside a little bit. I'm going to still be doing these 8am shows, hopefully, fingers crossed. So you'll still be getting that content. But uh, yeah, I, I need a break. I certainly do need a break and uh, I'm going to be looking forward to it. Um, let's go to Dwayne who says, Tom, Eddie and Nelson, we have sadly outgrown. Would you move them on? If we get a good offer for them, without a doubt, Dwayne. Yeah, I think you need to think about the benefit financially that selling these players would bring. Smith Rowe is also included in that as well. And Brendan says here, how much would we expect for Smith Rowe? And I think that if Arsenal were to be offered 40 to 50 million pounds for Smith Rowe, which I think is about what you're going to, um, it's, it's about what you can probably expect, to be fair. I don't know who's going to pay more than 50 million for a player in Smith Rowe that's not got too much, too many minutes under his belt. He's had a lot of injury issues over the last 18 to 24 months. I can't see anyone spending more than 40 to 50 million pounds on Smith Rowe, to be honest. I know that people will say, well, he's worth way more than that, but ultimately players are worth what clubs are willing to pay for them. Um, and I'm not sure that clubs are willing to pay more than 40 to 50 million for, for Smith Rowe, but maybe I'm wrong. We'll have to wait and see. But I think Smith Rowe and Ketia Nelson are certainly in that bracket of players that, you know, uh, will Arsenal will be hoping to make a significant amount of money. Eddie and Ketia, I think you can get 25 to 30 million. I would be looking for around that figure uh, for Eddie and Ketia. Uh, and Reese Nelson, you'd probably be looking for something around the 20 million, 15 to 20 million pound mark for Reese Nelson. So I think that's that's it. So, I'd say, so Tom, I don't think you understand the definition of a break if you're still going to be doing your 8am shows. <laughs> I know, but uh, I can't leave you guys high and dry without any news updates. Um, more than a wheelchair says, Tom, are you okay with Football Manager or FIFA? What's your squad look? I don't play either. Uh, I used to play FIFA uh, a lot, but yeah, I've given up on that. For the benefit of my mental health, I gave up playing FIFA. It's just... Uh, it's just too stressful. Uh, football manager, I've never been able to get into, sadly. It's certainly something that I've enjoyed. And like, I, I like the managerial aspect of that. Like, I used to do kind of the, what they call FIFA career sim mode, where you do career mode on FIFA, but just sim all of the games um, and see how it goes. But football manager, it's like way too time consuming for me to, to have the attention span uh, to, to do that. Only certain things that I really enjoy, I can apply my enough attention and time into like that. But yeah, uh, FIFA and Football Manager are not part of my life this year. Uh, they're just not. Um, yeah, it's just not a thing for me. But uh, I used to play FIFA religiously and I can't say it's ever done me any good <laughs> doing it. Um, let's go to Zek who says, even 30 would be okay since he hasn't played. I assume that's for Smith Rowe. I think I'd end up being a bit disappointed if he went for 30 million. Smith Rowe, I think he's worth more than that. Aston Villa offered 35 before he hit some of his best form for Arsenal. So I think we should be looking for trying to upwards of, of 40, really. Uh, William Salibak says, Tom, are you following up with the Cricket World Cup? I show speed is wreaking absolute havoc in the streets of Mumbai. Not a big fan of his, to be honest, um, especially after I learned about a lot of the copyrights claiming things that have gone on. Um, but I'm not keeping up with the Cricket World Cup. I usually watch highlights of like the Ashes and things like that, but I can't say that I'm keeping in touch with the, the Cricket World Cup at all. Um, 
Morgie says, finance. Uh, we don't have many crown jewels that can be sold, sadly. Uh, Smith Rowe, Eddie Reese, maybe then Cedric Elneny. It doesn't look like we can scrap together much for a January window. I do think that Enketia, you know, uh, is maybe one of those players. If you had a team come in like a, a Brentford to replace Ivan Tony, would you be able to move Enketia on? Maybe that's a team that would be interested. Nelson, you know, I think there would be Premier League teams interested in Reese Nelson potentially as well. I think Arsenal have done well to renew both of their deals because we needed to make sure that we had some sellable assets moving forwards, especially ones that aren't going to cost us anything in regards to the accountancy, um, if you know what I mean. Because uh, if you've got a situation where well, you've bought a player and then you sell a player for like five million more than you bought them, it's not the best of looks on your accountancy books. Whereas if you've got a player that you've developed through the youth ranks and then sell them like Mason Mount for Chelsea, for instance, it looks really, really good. But I would say is that, you know, Smith Rowe, Conor Gallagher, I think Chelsea turned some 40 million plus bid down from West Ham for Conor Gallagher. So if he's going for that, I would be looking at something similar for Smith Rowe for certain. Um, Olu says, hey, Tom, the 30 million offered by Villa was after his breakthrough in the season. He lost his place to Martinelli. Uh, his value definitely dropped since then. Uh, his value may have dropped in regards to, you know, uh, the, the amount of playtime he's got. But the the overall market has changed since then as well. And the market for players has gone way up. So, yeah, uh, I think it kind of balances out. And I'd still be expecting upwards of 30, upwards of maybe even 40 for Smith Rowe. Um, no one will pay Cedric's wages. Eddie and Nelson can be sold, but their wages are also going to make clubs put lower bids. No, I don't think they are. The wages that Nelson and Eddie and Ketty are on are very normal. I think people blow the wages way out of proportion. You know, uh, Stuart Armstrong at Southampton, who's now in the championship, was on about 65 to 70,000 pounds per week. There, players get put on contracts in six figures very quickly these days in 2023. Their wages are not going to be a problem uh, in this current climate of, of football for Premier League teams. It's just not an issue, um, especially if they don't have demands that go well beyond that, if at all. So, yeah. Uh, more than a wheelchair, says Tom, would you bring Tierney back early and sell Tommy? Tommy hasn't impressed me one bit since signing him and Tierney covering Zinni a lot better than no one else. I disagree. I think Tommy Asu is a better bit of coverage for Zinchenko's position than, uh, than Tierney is. Tommy Asu, when you play him at left back and when you play him at centre back, is a really strong asset for this team. Less so at right back. I'm less enthused about him playing there. Tierney's also injured at the moment. He's out for, a, I think, months. I don't think it's just weeks. I think it's months. So I don't think there's any benefit right now to bring in Tierney back in January because his injury issues uh, around Sociedad have continued. And I actually prefer Tommy Asu for this philosophy, this team, this system. I think he offers more. I think to say he's not offered anything is very, very harsh. Um, I mean, think about what he did against Man City just last weekend. A very, very big contribution. And I think that he is, especially at centre-half, a very good defender. Um, and certainly I would rather him play over Tini in a big game at left-back personally. I think he would be better for us to use. Uh, Olu says, might be crazy, but I think we should loan Smith-Rowe and retain or gain value uh, like Gallagher did. It's different with Gallagher, of course, because it was like, he went to Charlton and then uh, Swansea and then Palace, or rather West Brom and then Palace, and then got into the Chelsea senior team. Whereas Smith Rowe went on loan to Leipzig and then Huddersfield and then got into the Arsenal team to go on loan now. I think it would be beneficial in some ways, but how beneficial, I don't know. I, it's really difficult. The biggest question mark with Smith Rowe is his confidence. Is his confidence 
of a level enough to see him succeed. And I don't know. Having spoken to him myself, there has been obvious question marks about his confidence. Um, after the Brentford game, when I spoke to him, he was really lacking in that self-belief. It was so, so obvious when speaking to him that, that he's lacking that real self-belief and confidence. And I hope that he gets it back. And I hope that he gets opportunities this season to build it back. Um, but it's very, very difficult. Uh, Dwayne says, Roman, Tom don't want Tony and I'm with him. Uh, let's see what Roman's question was. I assume there's a question from Roman somewhere, uh, unless I've missed it. Um, I can't find it. Don't know why I can't find it, but I can't find it. Sorry, it was probably like really close to the question. I've just skipped past it. No, uh, I can't find it, I'm afraid. Um, but Rohan, sorry, it's Rohan's question. Let me find uh, Rohan says, if you could only get one of Pedro Neto and Ivan Tony in January, who would you choose? Ivan Tony uh, is not the choice for me. Pedro Neto is without a doubt the better option in January. There's a couple of reasons why uh, Pedro Neto is the better option in January. If you think about all the players in this team that are the most irreplaceable, for me, the number one is William Saliba. Number two is Bakaya Saka. And if Bakaya Saka is the most second most irreplaceable person in this team, and I can bring somebody in in January to cover that off, so that if ever Saka was out for an extended period, Neto is the obvious pick. Because at centre-forward, you've got Jesus, you've got Trossard, you've got Havertz, and you've got Nketiah that can all play there. At right wing, we have Saka. And then we have Jesus, who has to then move out of a starting role. And I personally don't think that Tony is an upgrade on Jesus. I don't think Tony starts over Jesus. And so Neto, for me, you know, brings us versatility because he doesn't just play on the right. He can play even at centre-forward, ironically, and he can play, obviously, on the left. And so, without a doubt, Neto is, is for me, the better choice to go to of the two players. Um, people will say, what about his injury record? And to that, I say, everyone gets injured when they come to Arsenal. <laughs> so, I barely look at injury records these days. Um George says that we could cash in on Ramsdale. Um, interesting. It's not a bad suggestion. I don't know who is buying a big goalkeeper in January, though. You know, I look at the squads. I look down the league. Who is going to... Chelsea, maybe? Would Chelsea be interested in buying Aaron Ramsdale? Maybe. I could see that. But it's very difficult to see that happening. Anyway, I'm going to wrap things up there. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Uh, have a fantastic Friday. I will see you uh, hopefully tomorrow morning. Uh, but it won't be in these surroundings. Uh, but thank you so much, everybody, that has continued to show support to the channel over the international break. It means the absolute world. There's over 700 of you watching, which is amazing, on a Friday morning on a international break. So please do drop a like on the video. Uh, please do go back and give a watch to our show that me and Guy Clark did last night. There is an upload for you to go and listen to. We've done kind of a review of Arsenal's season so far. We talked about um, the tactical changes, the evolution of the team. We talked about some of our rivals like Spurs, City, Man United, Liverpool. Uh, we talked about a lot. So if you've not yet given that a listen, I recommend going and catching up on that show. Uh, have a fantastic day, people. Enjoy yourself. Stay safe. Stay well. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. 
all your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.